You're listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. Welcome to Mystery Gen Z Theater 9000. I beat you to it. I'm better. Uh, that is all we need to focus on for right now. And this week we are talking about the 2018 American superhero film Deadpool Dose. Woo! Deadpool 2. Um, this one was uh, directed by David Leach, I think. Um, not the uh, not the first Le- director. Leach, maybe? Leach. I, I don't know. Um, well, you know what? Hey, maybe if you click on his name on Wikipedia, it'll show you like a pronunciation or something. Uh, it does not. Damn. All uh, right. But, we but, tried. Uh, before he made Deadpool 2, he made another movie that we talked about on this podcast. What? His directorial debut was the 2014 action film Johan Wick. Wow. Johnny Wickersnapper. Full circle. Yep. We can end the podcast now. Yeah, we're good. Um,. <laughs> <laughs> he also did Hobbs and Shaw in 2019, oh. the Fast and Furious spinoff, which actually I also like that movie hmm, as well. I've so maybe maybe I just like this fella. Uh, but yeah, this was the sequel uh-huh. to the first Deadpool movie. In of case course. you missed it from the big two on the end, it's, <laughs> yes. it's, the, it's a sequel. It is uh, still starring Ryan Reynolds along t- alongside Josh Brolin, who is playing <laughs> yeah. Cable. But I could not unhear Thanos. I couldn't, I couldn't not hear Thanos. Yeah, it was no, and because his face is so much of Thanos's face as well. Like I just saw it and I heard it so many times. Uh, Marina Bachrin is also in this movie, although not for very long. Uh, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Julian Dennison, Zazie Beetz is in this. She's great. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. So the story here is well, the story at first is that uh, Vanessa is murdered. Vanessa she, gets shot on yeah. accident. Uh, well, is it on accident? I think it's on accident. Yeah, because this guy's trying to kill Deadpool. Yeah. And uh, the this crime organization or whatever has followed him back or whatever, uh, followed his footsteps back, and he tries to shoot Deadpool, but Deadpool moves out of the way, and then it ends up hitting Vanessa instead. Or he ricochets a bullet or something, and it ends up hitting her. Something like that. And he tries to kill himself, but of course Deadpool cannot kill himself. Uh, so he's he got to... blow himself up. He basically has to try to learn to, to live with this. And... Um, he tries to change his life around. He keeps having these visions of Vanessa, these mm-hmm. dreams, and he can't quite get to her. And she's telling him to do stuff. And he's basically trying to change his life. So like in so like in his dreams or whatever, he can like hold her again. It's actually really sweet and sad. It is. Um, which we, you would not expect from a Deadpool movie. But. Yeah. He tries joining the X-Men. <laughs> he tries. It's not going so great, but they come across... Uh, they eventually come across a, a troubled youth, right? Um, a youth. 
<laughs> who is played by, I believe, uh, Julian Dennis, and he plays Russell, uh, a.k.a. Fire Fist. And um, he's a troubled youth who is... Uh, he's ba- a mutant. He's a mutant, and he's also kind of at a, like a shittier Xavier school for gifted students. Basically, like... It's like, it, you guys know the, the, the shit in Stranger Things, like the Rainbow Room and all that? It's yeah. Like, it's like that. But for mutants. But well, for yeah, mutants. I guess well, Eleven's I guess, kind of a mutant, yeah. But it, it's that. Yes. Same level of just awful and that is. Deadpool sort of kind of takes to this kid a little bit and uh, tries to help him out, but they sort of both get arrested um, and get put into this superhero Max prison where they eventually do... Uh, they do escape. They do escape, but only because Cable shows up, played by Josh Brolin, and he is from the future where uh, Fire Fist goes like on a rampage and kills a bunch of people including his wife and daughter daughter and he travels back in time to kill him as a child before he ever has a chance to uh to, to wreak havoc in end. the future and basically deadpool is sort of set forth on this quest to well the idea is that cable goes back to kill him right as he is about to commit what would be the murder that triggers, triggers him, him to be you know, a bad guy. Be yeah. evil. Basically, right at the start of his Joker origin story. <laughs> don't call it that. <laughs> don't, we don't talk about that in here. Okay. Okay. Um, so that is essentially what happens. And Deadpool is sort of trying to convince him, like, no, 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 no. Like, we can, like, There's other we ways. can stop him. Like, we can make sure he becomes a good person instead of a bad person. We don't have to necessarily just kill him mm-hmm. or whatever. In the, the pursuit of all of this, he forms X-Force. Which is like the best group of the all time. The greatest team to ever exist. Avengers mm-hmm. can can leave. They honestly. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, honestly, the star uh, the star of the group is as he beats is Domino. Oh, because she's, she's so, good. so cool. I yeah, I love her. Yeah, her awesome. her mutant ability is that just luck falls her way every time. Every time. Yeah, no matter what the so situation is. So essentially, literally nothing bad will ever happen to her ever. I just play the lottery like in every state. And then just retire. I wouldn't have to do anything else. But whatever. That's not what she does. She uses her powers for good, I suppose. Um, but yeah, the the story is essentially that. And uh, hilarity ensues. Violence ensues. Lots of violence. Lots of violence. Lots Hell of violence. Lots of ensuing violence. Uh, Deadpool loses his legs at one point, which then have to grow back. And there's a really baby disturbing legs. scene where he's got a full-grown torso, but tiny baby legs, which is... <laughs> Terrifying. It's horrible. Um, <laughs> it's actually the worst thing I think but I've ever seen. But suffice to say, they do kind of redeem the kid by the end. Yep. And all is well. And then Deadpool, in his uh, just absolutely perfectly fine functioning brain, decides to take Cable's uh, time travel device and use that during the credits to travel back in time to stop a whole bunch of horrible things from happening. Uh, no, not Hitler. Uh, not that. Not the atomic bomb. No, uh, he stops Ryan Reynolds from... Uh, from doing Green Lantern. From doing Green Lantern. Uh, he kills the Deadpool from the X-Men Origins Wolverine movie. Yep. Uh, as oh, not well. only does he prevent Ryan Reynolds from doing Green Lantern, he just straight up murders Ryan Reynolds before he does Green Lantern. Yeah. <laughs> Which, I feel like that didn't need to happen. I guess but... he shot him just for considering the script. Yeah, I mean, fair enough. Um, and then, of course, obviously, he also goes back to the beginning of the movie and saves Vanessa's life 
as well because you know why wouldn't you although hilariously that's like the last thing he did and not like the first yeah like why was that your whole thing this movie was like my girlfriend died let's be let's be honest making sure that Deadpool thing from X-Men Origins Wolverine didn't happen is probably the top priority. I think that might be the highest priority. I mean, I've tried to erase X3 from my memory as best as possible. I'm glad Days of Future Past essentially did it for uh, for me. Yep. That movie but, doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. Tell me, though, tell me, tell me, tell me what you thought about Deadpool Part 2. Uh, does it, where, do you, where does it sit for you on the compared to the first movie? Um, you know, and also come up to the microphone. You're sitting I, like a million miles away. Yeah, because I'm trying to be in a relaxed, chilled out environment. That's not how podcasting works. It's always high stress and tension at all times. Yeah, because that's sure what it seems like. It's I mean, worked out great for me for 10 years. I mean, I've listened to pod jockeys and it sounds like you guys are just chilling the whole time. But <laughs> I, I guess I guess no, I'm wrong. It's stressful the whole the, the whole time. time. I'm sure it is. Um, I bet I bet it's really hard. So. I get go ahead. Okay, stop. So I I liked this movie a lot. Um, when comparing it to the first movie, I would say I probably liked it a little more. Oh, than the first one. Oh, just by a little. Okay. Though. Like I I liked that there were more characters in this movie. Mm-hmm. Because you know, not that having you know a small amount of characters is a bad thing or anything. No. But I just like being able to follow multiple like characters and storylines and stuff like that. I like having multiple people to focus on. Yeah. Because I get bored very easily. And if I am forced to watch the same two people like do stuff for a whole movie, I get bored very easily. Mm, geez, who knows if we're going to ever watch Clerks on this podcast then. Um, <laughs> two people in a convenience store for an hour and a half. I mean, yeah, I'd probably get really bored, but... It's a really good movie. Okay. <laughs> Dad, folk, one thing at a time. Maybe. So <laughs> he gets very upset, but it's okay. Yeah. So I, I like having more people to follow. Mm-hmm. So that was definitely a plus. I also think that this movie was a little funnier than the last one. There's a lot more comedy there's beats in this. And that's more. saying something because there's a lot of comedy per minute in the first movie. Yes. But I feel like they definitely tried to cram in more. I mean, but that is sort of like sequel culture, isn't it? Like more of what, like everything that people love from the first movie, but more of it. Yeah. You like blood and stuff? Here's more. You like dismemberments? Here's more. You like crude jokes? Here's more. Yep. Yeah. So I I did appreciate that because I'm a very I'm a very funny person and mature. Oh, extremely! <laughs> I'm the most mature, in fact. Yes. Um, but you know I I liked it a lot. It was it was pretty good. Good. What would you give the second pool of death? This could be controversial. Okay. I'm gonna give it a five. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> like you gave it like a whole extra pair of glasses. From the first one. I get, uh, okay, so first of all, I gave the first one four and a half. Oh, no, I guess it's a so half I'm a only, pair I'm of glasses. I'm only going up by half. Yeah, you took a broken pair of glasses and taped them together. Yeah, yes. right right on the nose piece there in the middle. <laughs> um, but no, because I'm going to defend my answer because you seemed shocked. Okay. So. I mean, I'm not shocked, but. <laughs> so I, as a very humorous 19-year-old. Mm-hmm. 
I really appreciate it when movies, especially movies where, like, you definitely have the room to be serious, but they make the active choice not to be. Yeah. I really like that. <laughs> like, you had the opportunity to make mm-hmm. this, like, a serious... And there were parts of it that were, like, serious. Because, like, Vanessa dies, and it's horrible, and it's, like, this really sad, like, it sucks. Mm-hmm. But then they're, like, cracking jokes within, like, five minutes. Yeah. And I really appreciate that, because I don't like being sad. I don't like being upset. So, <laughs> yeah. if a movie really needs to be sad that much, I would prefer it be sad and then get it over with. Mm-hmm. As opposed to, we're sad and we're stuck being sad yeah. for an hour. There's no choice but sadness. Like, yeah. I, I really like that they were just like, alright, we're done with the sad, let's move along. Like, <laughs> I appreciated that. Okay, so according to my letterboxed, I gave this a four in 2018. I liked it as much as the first one. That's fair. So, no, I'm not shocked. Shocked would have been like, I gave this a two and a half or something. That would have been shocking if you gave <laughs> it a five. Uh, no, I mean, I'm relatively with you. I, I liked it as much uh, as the first one. So, mm-hmm. yes. In the meantime, you can head on over to cinemageekly.com where you can check out the archives of the show. And of course, this is a listener-supported podcast, and we have a couple of support methods that you may choose from. We have a Patreon, patreon.com slash cinemageekly. We have the Moich store, geeklymerch.com. Links for both of those are in the show notes for this episode. Uh, oh, and you can also find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and Audible. Just search for Mystery Gen Z Theater 9000. I know that's a lot. Uh, it's just, a lot of words. <laughs> just search for that and then hit subscribe. And that way you can join us next time when we talk about The Cabin in the Woods. Yee! Spooky movie. <laughs> <laughs>